Oh, hey, man. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing okay. End of oh, cool. uh, end of a long week. Yeah, I know. I do. Uh, it's, you know, it's nice to do on a Sunday night. I think it kind of you know, a little bit of yeah. fun before. Where's Where's Merc? Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. He's normally he's the punctual one. Yeah, his window's uh, just empty. Like he's he's always on time. We're always late. We're late right now, and he's not here. That's really weird. Well, I guess that means one of us is gonna have to be Merc this week. Well, yeah, and I mean. Obviously, it would be me. Go on. Why Why is it obvious that it would be you? Lots of reasons. I have glasses, so naturally that's, you know, what I, what would happen. Yeah, I but think. I have a beard. So well, I think we're oh, equal hold on. parts Merc. Hold on. Sorry, I'm getting a call on my other real phone. What's uh-huh. that? Oh, hi, the government. What's that? You think that I'm Merc? I'm officially Merc now. Oh, sorry, the government just called and said I'm Merc, so I guess it's me. Hmm. Well, that's, that's you know, interesting, because I saw you miming that. No one has two phones. <laughs> and this is a video call. Nice try. I'm Merc. Ah! Oh. Hey, 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 guys. What's up? Oh, hey, Merc. Oh. Bry was saying he was the new you. Uh, the new me. Yeah, but, like, I think ultimately Why? it was decided that, like, really you would want Kyle to be the new you, I think is where it kind of ended on. So I think he's you now. The new me. Dear God, why would you want to be me? You got a, you got a great big house. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to be me. Somebody paid my taxes. This may appear to be only monkey business. But in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero issues coming podcast. Zero issues, zero issues. Zero issues coming podcast. Zero issues, zero issues. Excelsior! Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Greetings! Woo! We're flying in on our big, beautiful <laughs> wings. God, that's BBW, big, beautiful wings. <laughs> <laughs> they magically come out of a small backpack and they're so gigantic. I love them. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's some yep. sort of uh, carbon fiber. I don't know. I'm not a scientist sure. or Tom Holland. That sounds like magic to me, so I assume it's magic. Magic Johnson. Immediately derailed. Immediately. Yes, you're you're right. It's a new record. It's a new record. Yeah, I'll just stop talking. Magic Johnson, a.k.a. Falcon Johnson, a.k.a. (laughs) Irving Johnson. Guy's got three names. He flies to the basket every time. That's right. He's talented enough. He deserves three. I mean, there's nothing in the rule book that says that you can't wear a wingsuit when playing basketball. Or be a dog. I, I kind of hope there is a rule in the rule book that says that, but, you know, that's fine. Or just run while you're urinating to clear a path. I mean, have you ever done that in real life? Yes. And by real life, I mean not virtual basketball, I guess. That's why I'm not allowed back in Walmart. Hmm. Hmm. They're lost. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're really you're really not losing out on anything here, I don't think. <laughs> I that's why I figured. I was like, I'm gonna give this a try. Let's let's let her rip. Yeah, make make your own portable slip and slide. They call me the wet banana. Let's go to the news. Yeah, that's a that's a good plan. Current zero news flash. Mix match, mix them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever that was, mix match, mix them up. I don't know. Yeah, mix mac, mix them up. <laughs> Give a dog a bone. Ooh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three bags full of news. Of news. <gasps> First up on the docket, uh, let's let's bring up the old Shang Chi and the Ten Rings of the Multiverse Madness, or the Young. Or it's called. That's the one. Shang Chi. Yeah, the young Shang-Chi. He ain't old. Everybody, everybody, welcome the real Mandarin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm wondering if they had any of that planned. Or that was just in reaction. Like, they actually just thought they were going to do that and not go that direction and have a real Mandarin. And then went, oh, people really hated that. Yeah. I mean, I liked it for what it was. I liked Ben Kingsley being a disaster. That was fun, but I'm just like... <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. But like, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, yeah, but this is kind of a major villain that, you know, maybe you could do something with. So maybe it was a little yeah. short-sighted. True. But yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, so the first trailer has been released uh, for Shang-Chi, and uh, it looks pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it looks pretty it looks good, and it looks it's it's it looks interesting in that it's like a total departure from what we've seen the Marvel universe doing somewhat, like not somewhat. not your straight up like superheroy stuff. Like there's powers and whatever you can kind of tell, but not really. And and just and knowing some of the lore behind it, just seeing some of the ridiculous characters, the fact that they're making a movie with the character Razor Fist. Makes me delightfully happy. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, no, for sure. I don't sure. really know. Yeah. I don't. What, what can you tell me about this character that I've seen in, in four seconds uh, of uh, screen time? He has no hands and he's got blades that come off his hands. That's all you need to know. Rock so and roll, he's, like razor, he's got razor fists. He's yeah. worse than yeah. Baraka. Because yeah. Baraka has hands and swords. That's yeah, true. Exactly. But he wasn't in that Mortal Kombat movie. Very disappointed with that. Wait for the sequel. <sighs> There'll be a sequel. Wait for the squeakle. <laughs> There'll be a squeakle. Yeah. Alvin, uh, yep. Alvin and the Chipmunks versus uh, Mortal Kombat. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Mortal Kombat sequels. Always good. Always good. That's a version of Mugen that has that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That'll be like, that's the end game of video game movies. will be Mugen the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would watch Literally that. everything ever. Homer Simpson, oh sure, God. whatever. Yeah, Terry Bogard versus Peter Griffin. <laughs> Going back to Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, I, Going back to notice? what now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like, the whole thing with the Mandarin is he's got the ten rings of power that are like rings on his finger. But yeah. you might notice in the trailer... That is not what's going on. They are no, they're like weird. They're rings that are on his forearm. Yeah, um, they like glow five on each kind of thing, and they glow. And they, I don't know if they're like the the comic. Each has its own individual power and its own thing. Um, and like the comic, they 
are somehow linked to or came from the same like the ship that Fing Fang Foom came on or something. All so right. yeah, yeah, that's the, <laughs> yeah. So if they can introduce Fin Fang Foom into uh, this movie, they'd better. And and that's awesome. Like that is. Yeah. obviously awesome and i'm glad we're at the point now like that's good where they just like completely own like the sci-fi and the mysticism and like everything like 100 percent. just go comic booky nuts it's not like yep. yeah yeah he's got these like glow sticks around his arms you just like no he's just a big 90s raver who went dark like come on like <laughs> <laughs> it was noticed online but uh, it's true it's like very colorful very vibe like like a lot of vibrant colors and also the action was like very it wasn't like zoomed in it was like out you know what i mean like you had like them doing martial arts and and you you see like everything around them it felt like more filmed yeah. like like a movie like you know maybe like a chinese movie like uh crouching tiger or something like that it has more of that kind yeah. of vibe to it which is like one nice less di- of the quick cuts and yeah, yeah you, got, like, you gotta have the long screen, the long the full screen, wide yeah. shot yeah and like good choreography yeah. and like just like really really kind of own that could that cinematicness to 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 the uh the action which is like one it's just nice to see in general but also really nice to see like in one of these like movies because i mean you don't see it as often as you should sometimes it's like kind of yeah. hard to see what's going on mm-hmm. less born sh- more of this yeah when is that coming out uh september 3rd cool Woo! Um, on, on that note, so Captain America 4 has, has been announced after Falcon and the Winter Soldier wrapped, or whatever we're calling that show, I guess. Haha, <laughs> keep mm-hmm. listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so the showrunner from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, Malcolm Spellman, is writing the script, at the very least. So, uh, and, and as well with another script writer, on, uh, sorry, another staff writer on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Dallin Musson. So, the people who made the show are are writing Captain America four, starring Anthony Mackie as Captain America. So it's like, I mean, we knew that. I was think that's happen. pretty cool. Like, yeah, let, yeah. let them keep trying to tell the story that they are currently telling. Well, it's like they're they're the Russos now. Basically, is the situation they're in. They're taking over that specific thing, and like one, you know, telling a story over like multiple, like a series to a movie, maybe another season of a show. Who knows? Like they're kind of guiding mm-hmm. that 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 area which is awesome because i you know i think they did a good job and i'm interested interested to see what happens past this yeah but did you actually see that uh still that um nasty rumor keeps popping up like oh chris evans is gonna be in it it's like he's like no i'm not in it like it was already debunked no this time for real you guys literally the same day i saw that announcement they were like oh and he's Rumored for it. It's like, oh god, no. They, just they said it every be. episode. And not to spoil anything, but they said it every episode, like before every episode of the show, they're like, ah, ah, ah. It's like, no. Like, you know, it's the same assumptions. Yeah. Also found it was interesting, yeah. there was a lot of controversy online when like a certain scene happened with Bucky's arm and like uh, you know, other characters that might be involved. I don't know. Whatever. The show's already over, the Wakandans, you know, like Io Ao and all them like took the arm off yeah. and people like some yeah. people were like how could they do that to him and i'm just like what <laughs> what are you people talking have, about like, and, and this is me i'm a hardcore comic guy mm. you've got too much attachment to it back yeah. off yeah yeah just yes. enjoy it it's a story but it's also like it's okay yeah they, they gave him a thing and then he sort of betrayed them so yeah they like took it off him for one minute and let him keep it that's not what did they didn't do anything yeah. to him? They, they literally to just them. disarmed him.
Yes. Oh. Uh, like that was I wasn't even going for a thing, but that was what it was. I was just. It's weird to see the things that get controversial for whatever stupid reason. But anyway. Yeah. So there's a uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, that's that's. Yeah, I get. I guess currently filming right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure it was already announced before that Russell Crowe was in it, but. I, they hadn't actually said what character he was playing, and apparently it has just been confirmed, and I'm using air quotes, confirmed, uh, that Russell Crowe is playing Zeus <laughs> from from Jor-El to Zeus. I'm um, I'm down for it. I want, but I mean, that has to be like Russell Crowe as himself, like just like a drunken fighting yeah. maniac. Just <laughs> On a some maniac. Aussie, an Aussie Zeus. Yeah. Yep. Just, just an absolutely. I'll yeah. take it. Just Zeus holding a Fosters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, Zeus is in this. Okay, there are multiple gods. But then it dawned on me that it's like Christian Bale is in it as the Gore character. Gore, the, right. the god butcher. I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe the first one down is going to be Zeus. Maybe he's actually going to be able to... Ooh. Like... That's the whole Jason Aaron God Butcher storyline where he, like, hates all gods and what they promised and never fulfilled. And they just leave their worshippers to die. And, and to get back at them, he starts killing off all the gods. And like, oh, maybe he'll take Russell Crowe yeah. down. Oh. And then Hercules oh. has to show up. And, you know, yeah. well, yeah. his dad. And then we got a Hercules. and that's a, would That would be, be a smart that. introduction right now. And also, like, opening up, like, other pantheons existing in a similar capacity is, uh... Well, I'm for it. Mm. Yeah. Smart. Well, they blew up Asgard, so... True. <laughs> they blew it up. <laughs> eh, it's been blown up, like, 17 times in the comics. It'll be fine. Yeah, Just dust fair. it off. It's good. Are you not entertained? Uh, Are you not entertained? Um, and lastly, just for a bit of fun, it's not like news news, but it's news. It's news? No! It's it's news with three Zs. Yes. The site, uh, the site called Game, it's a site, it's just called Game, game.co.uk. They, uh, they did a, a study, basically, analyzing Google searches in, like, every year most countries in the world to sort of try to determine based on interest based on google searching in specific countries what uh you know what comic company and characters were most popular in each country you know it's whenever they post a map of like the united states and like what fast food is most popular in each thing it's just 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 a bit of silly fun it's not doesn't necessarily mean it it's accurate it's just whatever they just ran a little study and it's fun um so they found that marvel was uh, far more popular in most countries, uh, as opposed to DC. So they said in 51 countries, uh, Marvel was the most popular, and in, like, nine countries, DC was, was more popular than Marvel. Hmm. I mean, you know. I mean, it's I, not I, a competition, guys. It's not a competition. I demand the Snyder Cut of this <laughs> survey. There's, there's 12 more countries. And, yes. <laughs> And oh, what about second worlds? Yeah, there's 12 more countries, but they're everyone's dead in most of them. Uh, it's the end of the world, and apparently that f- rules. Ha ha ha! End quote. Zack Snyder. Um. Oh, also, you you mentioned second world countries. What about fourth world? Oh, go on, oh. go on, go on. At this, at this rate, we're that. never gonna we're never gonna find out. 
uh, the United States uh, had the most Marvel fans. India and Brazil also were pretty high on that. Uh, for liking DC the most, uh, South Korea, Russia, and China uh, ranked pretty high, and Turkey. U.S. and India also did, because I think it's just sort of measuring overall, like, who did the most searches for each or what have you. But So, like, some right. they're both popular in a lot of places, but, like, Marvel just is slightly more popular. It's kind of what it was, basically. Um, so the most popular superhero in most countries, like, overall, the most popular superhero, according to this, is... Guess. Spider-Man. I'm waiting for Kyle to guess, apparently. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, Wolverine. It's Spider-Man. It's, he was right. Oh. In in 57 no, no, no. countries. Makes sense. In 57 countries, Spider-Man. Second place was Wonder Woman at, with 15. Oh, uh, Bat- really? Batman. Yeah, Batman with 11, number three. And number four was Iron I Man. I totally thought Batman so would have been one, to be honest. You'd think. Yeah, no, Totally. But yeah. no, it's Spider-Man. Hmm. Um, but again, it, cool. that also, it's, it's based on Google searches, so like that might not be indicative of like who is really the most popular. It might just be who's oh, the totally. most. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the most trending, you know what I mean? It who's doesn't necessarily Google? mean, yeah. So this is like, I don't know what the range of time was, whatever. Um, so the most popular superhero in Canada is Captain America, apparently. Boo! In the US, it is... Spider-Man, because come on. Captain Canuck! Yes, oh, if only. Uh, the most popular villain uh, in Canada, it was Thanos. Thanos easily took the most popular villain with like 66 countries right. saying Thanos. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 21, 21 countries chose for second place the Joker, who um, also was the most popular in the United States because of course. Yes. That's all I'll say. Who, who um, were other popular villains? Weirdly enough, one of them, and, I, and here's the thing where I'm like, this is a little suspect that this whole thing might not make any sense. In 11, Venom, I think, was third place. I forget how many countries I could look it up, but. I, I mean, he's more of an anti-hero, but okay. Yeah, that's true. M-Plate was the most popular in 11 countries. What? You know, what? M-Plate from Generation X. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Is there how? another character Who named M-Plate? Who even remembers that? Maybe Generation X was just crazy popular in like eleven countries, and they're just to this or day being were like they Kelly not at looking up a character, and they were just putting up putting in M plate, yeah, meaning yeah. something else. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's a, maybe it's the, a special shaped plate that you need for your dishwasher. They um, it's an M plate. The bot they programmed to search all of these results. Uh, they they meant to write templates in a lot of spots, and it just went a little wonky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Either that or like it's an empathic plate that you eat your food off. Just makes you feel good. It's a plate with a picture of Donna Troy or uh, <laughs> Counselor Troy on it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I sense deliberate concealment, sir. Of what? I don't know, but it's intense. I don't remember seeing Chamber I as the most chicken. popular hero in any country, yeah. so uh, this this can't be accurate. <laughs> Though Chamber, pretty cool. <laughs> Welcome to the warm-up. Oh, the sun's coming out. Springtime. It's getting a little warmer out here. So let's uh, warm ourselves up a little more with a warm-up. That was stupid. (laughs) That was the worst thing I've ever said. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, uh, at least it's not you know captured on a recording device for for yeah, all really. time. Great. Welcome to the warm up, everybody. It's the warm up. Um, so I wanted to do a read this now. Uh, there's a few that I wanted to do. Like reading is. Um, I'm trying to make fundamental. More fundamental. It's fundamental. Absolutely. I'm trying to make a point to like read more comics. I've been trying to like you know actually sort of read more like graphic novels and comics and stuff like that and makes make the time to do that because I'm very like my attention span is not good and I you know I'll read like an issue of a comic and that's great but sometimes I just sort of put things off and I get distracted and it just like takes me a long yeah, time to yeah. get through stuff so what I chose yep. to read um, is something that's very prose heavy there's a lot of actual reading in this comic book a lot of uh, just paragraphs of text so there's no like it, that's the entire comic, um, and I'll tell you what it is. I'm talking. Is it just? Is it Alan? It's Alan Moore. It's <laughs> one of his scripts. Not exactly, but it, there's you know there's sort of a it's sort of in that wheelhouse in some regards, sort of in a it's way. It's Grant Morrison. It's Grant. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Uh, it's. I'm. Re- I'm talking about the other history of the DC universe, which isn't finished yet. It's a, a black label series, like a mini series from from DC. Uh, it's written by John Ridley, who is the writer of Twelve Years a Slave, uh, and the art by uh, Giuseppe Comancoli, uh, Andrea Cucci, and Jose Villaruba. R- Villarubia, sorry, um, on the colors. And uh, so, basically, what it does, this is um, it's 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 kind of going through each issue of that is like kind of an oversized kind of like forty eight page issue, um, that is sort of telling the history of a specific superhero like a black or a person of color, indigenous, whatever. Like like they're they're sort of getting into these the uh, early superheroes that were not just you know white dudes basically, which is you yep. know it hit a point in you know what honestly there was like very few and they were like the first ones out there. So, um, the first issue focuses on basically the life of Black Lightning. And it takes it as if, like, you know, it's happening in real time around the time they first showed up. So, like, the, the story itself, like, his backstory, like, his origin takes place in, like, 1972. And it goes through, like, basically the next like, decade and a half or so. And it's him telling his own story, like, autobiographic style. Like, in, in paragraphs. Mm. It's paragraphs, they're, like, in caption boxes, and, like, paragraphs sort of worked into the art. Um, right. And the whole thing is, uh, and it's very specifically in relation to, like, his origin and him coming up as a superhero, specifically in relation to, like, the, like, sociopolitical and, like, racial history as realistically as you can kind of do that in kind of a comic universe. Like, more so, obviously, than at the time, where you'd have a lot of these... Yeah. A lot of characters that were, like, great groundbreaking characters, obviously, that have had a lot of staying power, but it's sort of, like, you know, introduced in a way that maybe wasn't, couldn't be, like, 100%, like, honest or, or whatever. It was, like, good intentions, but, I mean, most of the people making comics at the time were It's, it's surface-level like, <laughs> comic book stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. So it, like, nods at stuff, but this sort of, like, goes very, it approaches it very, like, um, trying to be as, like, realistic and as, like complicated as possible while also like telling an accurate history of that character so it's it's right. kind of deepens things a bit it's not like a strictly canon thing because it's like specifically of certain periods of time like in the 70s and 80s and stuff like that um but it's like really really interesting like i really actually enjoyed it and like i said i had like a low attention span it's very prose heavy so it's almost like kind of 
between, say, like, it, it's a comic, but it's sort of not, it doesn't have, like, the usual dialogue balloons, anything like that. It tells its story, it kind of works its, like, prose areas into the art a bit, and it has a lot of, like, splash pages, it has panels and stuff, too, but it's more trying to, like, emotionally kind of tell you, like, a like biopic style, almost, about, like, what this character's journey was in this universe, and how they relate to it, and, like, what their specific perspective is, and, you know, it's, like, literally the first issue is about Black Lightning, um, the second issue was about uh, Bumblebee and Mal Duncan, who was like uh, Bumblebee's husband, right? Who had like a number, yeah, like yeah, a Teen Titans okay. character, who had like who's like Guardian and Herald and like Hornblower, and it's called Vox now. He's had like a bunch of different identities. It, the kind of uh, heaviness that came with not just being like a superhero, but like specifically like the first black superhero. Or the first, like, you know, like, standing out as, like, literally the only one exactly how, like, you know, history was a little different for them than it was for a lot of the other ones. Like, it gets, like, really, really critical about, like, Superman and the Justice League and about, like, what kind of justice are you really, you know what I mean? Like, but in a very even-handed way, too, where it's, like, the first issue was really cool because it had, like, Black Lightning was, um, you know, like, Jon Stewart was kind of big around the same time, too. And he was just, like, felt like Jon Stewart was, like, removed from from like a, a more like a rougher kind of experience and a rougher kind of right. upbringing and you know felt like he was kind of like he wasn't really someone he could relate to and then he like meets him later on and sort of realizes like oh like I didn't I had you all wrong like you know like you have to deal with like you had so much pressure to deal with that you know I you couldn't see because he's like like a cosmically powerful character and they sort yep. of, like, feel separated in that regard. Like, just a lot of stuff like that, yeah, where yeah. it was just really, I thought, good character writing. And I just, uh, so far, like, I've read the first two. I The third one is about Katana, actually, and I haven't oh, cool. I haven't had time to read that yet. But I think it's, they all kind of, like, again, these are a lot of characters that kind of coexisted around the same time. So it seems like it's kind of going to tell, like, a, a kind of an American history or what have you of that period and how that relates through these specific uh, superheroes, like, hmm. you know, and, and their know, particular experiences in culture at that time. Do you know how many issues it's supposed to be? I think five or six, but okay. I'm not okay. I'm not 100% sure. And it doesn't, it's not like, I don't think it comes out, like, every month necessarily. Like, each one of these issues is, like, 48 pages. Um, so they're kind of, you know, two or two and a half times as long as like a regular. And it's like, again, right. it's a black label, like prestige, like oversized. It's more magazine format in size. Is it, um, is it the same writer and artist doing each one or is it like yeah. different teams each time? No, it's okay. the same one. It's the same one. So it's like, it's, it's consistent in that way. And yeah, like it's, it's clearly like John Ridley, who is again, is like a big, you know, it's one of those times when he's like a, like a big kind of Hollywood screenwriter is like, I'm going to make some comics. And sometimes you're like. Okay. Sometimes it's you know, good. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. It, in yeah. this particular case, like it's so far, it's good. Like it's like this. He clearly knows these characters, and like, and he has a lot to say with them. And it's it's it's. I'm really enjoying it, and I'm really enjoying, uh, you know, finding out where it goes from here. Sounds good. Give it a read. Yeah. Yes, I'd say give it a read. I would say read this now or soon. Do you have it? Are we live? Do we have... Okay, cool. Alright, hey! Hey! Hello there, everybody. Hello, Zero Issues listeners of the past. Uh, I've hijacked this feed using future technology. It's me, Booster Gold. Born in the amazing 25th century, but coming at you live, or... 
whatever live is from your perspective in the timeline. From the vanishing point, it's me once again, Booster Gold, the future's favorite superhero. Ah, uh, sir, you know that everything from this time period was recorded and preserved forever, so in your future, that claim might be rather embarrassing. Shut up, Skeets. Anyway, while I'm here, let me throw in a good word for a particular brand that's very special to me. That's Rosencrantz Roasting Company, the coffee roaster that started out in Thunder Bay, Ontario, but spread across the multiverse in the centuries since. At RNC, their motto has always been, love the coffee you drink and drink the coffee you love, and you are going to love their coffee. It's got enough buzz to keep a future boy like me flying, and with a great flavor you can't find in most time periods. And trust me, I've checked. So make a good decision for your future and check out their coffee subscriptions as well as their community partners in Thunder Bay. Or just make an order online. You can do all of this on their website. And if you do, hey, we worked out a special deal just for you. Got the deet skeets? Uh, yes. That would be entering the promo code ZEROISSUES at rncoffee.ca to save 10% off your next order. The absolute finest in 21st century promo code technology. Don't forget, rncoffee.ca is your hookup for history's finest Java, in this timeline, and any other. Hey, uh, Skeets, those three bald guys are going to pay me for doing their ad for them, right? Uh, they did say they put 12 cents in a savings account in 2021, and you could just time travel to withdraw it after enough interest collects. <sighs> this is why you don't do business with people from the 21st century. Booster out! What the f***? I guess we should begin this with uh, a spoiler alert, spoiler warning. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't caught on already, we are going to be talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, the final episode, episode six, just dropped uh, less than oh, a couple days ago from recording. Uh, we will be talking about this full information, full spoilers. Uh, so if you have not seen this uh, show, pause this, go watch it, then come back. Yeah, and play. it should only take you like, you know. Three hours, something minutes. like that. 20, 20 minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch it real just fast. Just put it on, like, yeah, watch it real fast. If you just set it to, like, 1.05 speed, you're hardly going to notice it, and you'll get through it slightly faster. Everyone's on helium. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the best part. The dancing is even quicker. Yep. Ooh, yeah. People love that dance. Boy, do they. Boy, do they. People are... Really easy sometimes, huh? They just want a little thing. Just a little? They just... That's it. Yeah, just just a little... <laughs> that's it. A Zemo shuffle? It's the f- opiate of the masses. The old ZS. Pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think we've really talked about the show at all. No, I think no. we originally... Since we did a, like WandaVision and we were doing it every like episode or two... Yeah. We thought, oh, we're gonna... Try to space we, it, it just, out more. The, the segment, uh, the, the new episodes weren't coming out at a regular time when we could do two episodes every warm-up was, was part of it, I think. In my mind, at least. But I like it better this way. Yeah. And it's different, because it, like, had the, a very different... I wanted different... it this way. I'm happy. 
a very different take than WandaVision. Like WandaVision was like a mystery unto itself every mm. episode. And this one, yeah. not so much. It's like one long movie. So really, it, exactly. So it, it really, it, yeah. like you could talk, there's stuff to talk about in between each episode, but really like, you know, yeah, like it didn't invite the same level of fervor and speculation and it wasn't trying to tell that kind of story anyway. So that's for the best. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was some stuff where like, uh, characters would sort of be in there for you know two episodes and then sort of disappear and and because of that i feel like not every character was was fully served by by the show i yeah. i agree i think that's fair i think yeah. if i have any like not harsh but any, mm-hmm. like a criticism of it it would be it could have used a few more episodes to fully build up arcs right explore those things a little bit more i think especially with john walker i felt like he just yeah. went from like I'm a soldier to I'm angry and crazy, yeah. chop. Well, then even, like, even in the last episode where he sort of, you know, teams up with Bucky a little bit. And they're they're pr- yeah. they're pretty friendly with each other. Yeah, I know. I they, like, where they is this coming a... from? You tried to kill each other like five minutes ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel like it would have been... I guess we could just dive into this loosey-goosey style. I have like some... Let's do it. N- ...notes, but I'll, I'll start with John Walker because I, I think that... Um, the the what's his name the son the son of Russell and Han because uh, it's yeah. Kurt Russell's it, son and Goldie Han's son oh 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 right yeah right. Wyatt Wyatt Russell which I did Wyatt not Russell. realize yeah. I did yeah. not realize that but the second for, I like the, the sec- first yeah sorry yeah he's he's Hollywood royalty <laughs> yeah yeah the second I the second I knew it I couldn't see anything else but <laughs> <laughs> I just kept thinking of that one Black Mirror episode he was on that was a good episode oh. That was like the scariest episode of that show, I think. Cool. Anyway, oh, well, sorry. Well, I, th- I thought he did a good job with it. Like, I think he kind of yep. nailed that specific kind of, um, like, the patriotic, you know, the, the, the he, somebody who bought in the patriotic Kool-Aid and went to war and was damaged by it, like, permanently, and is just, like, insecure and just desperately wants to be that hero, like, like, yeah, man. Like, as far as, like, the basis of John Walker goes and exactly how that exact same thing can go so dark that could otherwise, you know, like, what you'd expect from Captain America to be, like, such, such just, like, a pure hopeful thing and, like, no, it can go real gr- real bad on you. He did a really good job of that. I mean, I would agree. I think that it felt like they got a little afraid at the end where they're just like, let's make him be a bit of a hero, though, at the end so you don't hate this guy. I'm like, maybe yeah. would have had more power yeah. if... Maybe you save that and you can maybe pull him back from the brink in a later movie or show and maybe let let that darkness really properly sit with people a bit more, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think going forward with the character, it's it's going to be interesting to see because he does have this dark side to him that, you know, it it could come out at any moment. True. Because uh, he's not, you know, he's not better. He no. just he did some good things at the end there. And that sort of makes people forget about the terrible things that he did not <laughs> yep. not that many days before. Oh, no, for sure. He's still, like, a wild card character, and I guess that's where they left him, which is good. Because I am curious to see what they do next. Yeah, he, me too. Uh, Elaine Bennis yeah, has it, her claws in him. Oh, uh, she was, okay, she we was gonna great. Into that? Okay, we're going to that. She was great. I don't know. I, I couldn't. I had a hard time with her. Yeah, her first appearance, I was, so, I was, I felt sort of weird, but by the second one, I was like, "All right, I'm on board with this." It it could be. I I think I might 
just need to see her a little bit more. But the thing is, like, I have no other relationship with that actress other than Seinfeld. Yeah. So I have a hard oh, you time. Got, you gotta watch Veep. Yeah, I know. And it's like, and I thought of that. I was like, maybe if I have another angle on her, then it might be different. But she's got a certain way of speaking that yeah. tends to carry it yeah. in every role she does that has that sort of like, it's it's a comedic take on things. of just like how yeah. well, she's a comedic like, actress. Yeah. Exactly. So, but it, it, it seemed, I had a hard time <laughs> buying into it. But at the same time, yeah, it could be just down the road. I mean, she's going to kill out. somebody with a gun. And that'll, maybe <laughs> well, that'll help. you know what? Like in I, this, it, I don't know if you're how how much you know about this character. The fact very that little, they very little did a deep dive on and pulled that character out. I yeah. was like, holy shit! Lisa Lisa is- Rinna was uh, was busy apparently. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, from like, the David Hasselhoff is, uh, movie, same character. Oh, oh god. Okay. <laughs> Shit, like in the comics, she's uh, the Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Um, Val. Yeah, Val. But they kept saying Val, which I thought was interesting. And I heard somebody else in a YouTube bit, I want to say Screen Crush, mentioned that possibly just with the word of using Val, that they're kind of maybe looking to merge her character of like the Contessa with Val Cooper from the comics. Right. Who was like the kind of... Kind of one of those, like, she's, like, an Avengers handler. She handled the, like, it was a connection to the X-Men. And yeah. she handled the Freedom Force. And she was, like, she's, the she's government the good, liaison. Uh, she's the good guy wreck. Yeah. yeah. Well, good and bad. Yeah. But it's, like, there was some good and bad with both. But then, with, like, Contessa. With, with the government, really, you're getting, at most, like, you know, morally neutral. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's all well, you can but, like, this, this character, the Contessa, is actually, in the comics, becomes Madame Hydra. At some point, yeah. So, yeah. So she's got like some deep, uh, some deep history. Like starts in uh, like age or not Agents of Shield, but in the Shield comics with the Starenko run, and yeah. is like a love interest for Nick Fury. But then yeah. kind of goes off in other directions and becomes kind of a. She gets like arrested and put on the raft, and not that long ago, really. In the comics, uh, but well, most know, of the character's history, I think she was pretty solidly like a, a heroic or a good. Yeah, character. Well, yeah, she was kind of like, yeah, she got a little in between now and then. But yeah, Yeah. it's interesting. And then the idea of her giving U.S. uh, agent like, here's your name and here's your costume and like kind of hinting there'll be more uh, like who like that obviously hints at some sort of either like Thunderbolts, Dark Avengers sort of possibility, which that I'm excited about. We might see them in like Secret Invasion. Yeah. Yeah, and then the fact that we're that we're using Zemo with like the full mask. I mean, yeah. I mean he wore thing. he wore it for about forty seconds. That's well, true. yeah, exactly. But at the same time, do you think he got to bring to it be... with him to the raft? <laughs> I, I doubt it. But uh... this is this is like my blankie sort of thing. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, it. it's my my it's, uh, it's grape yeah. face. It's uh, yeah. When he uh, he just he wears also wears purple underpants, and uh, whenever he does his breakout on the raft, he just sort of puts those on his head. Ugh. <laughs> Inside out, right? Inside out? Yeah. You don't want to know, friend. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I don't. <laughs> You're very um, wise in that. Zemo was uh was was pretty fun. Uh I felt mm-hmm. like they they very nicely managed to sort of make him closer. Like they added some comic elements and some of it was just literally just surface level stuff, but like that was a far more 
conniving and charming and comic booky version of that character than we got in uh, Civil War yeah. movie. Absolutely. Or Winter Soldier or whatever. Yeah, because because in that he was just sort of like this this spec ops guy whose family died. Yeah, and he's a revenge belt. Yeah. yeah, he just wants revenge. And we and we didn't it. get anything else about the character, but we got like, oh, he is he is a baron. He's a baron. Uh, he's a he's a rich boy. He's he's a fancy boy, and he's got he's a, fancy a baron. Boy taste. She's a contessa. <laughs> it's a whole class thing. Yeah, class war. Yep. The real villains. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. But it was it was a nice kind of like combination of the two, and it felt. It felt a lot better than what we already had, and it felt, like, good enough. Like, they did a good job kind of making that character more viable in the long term, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just by sheer chance, I was uh, throwing out other movies that I'm, like, drawing and stuff. I always had movies going on in the background, and I threw on Tarantino's mm. Inglorious Bastards, not even clicking oh, yeah. that that Daniel Brühl, who plays... Zemo oh, yeah. is in Inglorious Bastard. He plays the Nazi war hero that be- that is like the 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 movie star guy in it. And I was like, oh my god, it's Zemo, right. and he plays just that Nazi <laughs> yeah asshole European <laughs> thing. <laughs> he plays it pretty well. Hmm. It's like, oh okay. If you, if you do if you now, do something well, yeah, if you do it, go embrace for it. it. Yeah, do it. go for it. Hold on. Yep. Everyone went crazy for him dancing for five seconds, so I mean, like, clearly, people, uh, clearly he plays it well, and uh, leaning into it is a smart call. <laughs> Just to go back to the Contessa for a second, I don't yeah. know if anybody, anybody heard or realized that she was actually supposed to appear before this in Black Widow. Yes. Because she's, oh. she's in Black Widow. So it was supposed to be the other way, she was supposed to be introduced in that movie, and then pop up here, but just with... Getting all screwy. You know what? I so. think I think that they're teasing exactly what you said, though, because um, William Hurt or is it William Hurt? Yeah, is yep. in uh, is in Black Widow as Thunderbolt Ross. So the second that happens, it's like ah, they're gonna do Thunderbolt. Yeah. So it's gonna be named after him yeah. specifically, and maybe he'll be Red Hulk and blah 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 blah. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But I mean, like, if she did appear in that first, like, with Thunderbolt Ross, and then she's like, seems like she's recruiting like darker versions of Avengers. That's, uh, that's yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. Well, they were playing this up like you won't believe who shows up, but the way she showed up, it felt like. It didn't seem like it was a reveal so much. It was. It was like, ah, oh, yes, the this character showing up again, like a bad Coulson or something. It was like, who a, are you? A shady Coulson, yeah. Sexy Coulson, yeah. You mean regular Coulson? <laughs> yeah. Like what, what, <laughs> yeah right. what denotes the? Uh... And hey, they were. I mean, they were both on uh, the the new adventures of Old Christine. <laughs> they were. Oh, that's okay. true. Yeah. He was like her ex-husband, right? That's right. Oh, yes. Oh, this rules. <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> uh, Sharon Carter, I feel like, eh. Yeah. I'm not sure. And again, it might go back to what we were saying at the start, that just not enough time to fill things yeah. out. I felt like she just kind of popped in and out and f- like filled a niche thing that she had to do and then yeah, it was done. It, it was almost like a murder mystery thing where it's like, well, she's got to be the power broker because every other character on the show already yeah. has a thing. Yeah. Like, Unless you're suddenly introducing someone completely new. Yeah. It has to be her. Yeah. 
And it feels like that's fine. Like, I see the same thing with, like, WandaVision, where a lot of people had a lot of out there stuff. Like, Doctor Strange is going to show up, and this is going to happen in Mephisto. And it's like, no, they're just going to... It's like they're telling a story and not, like, you know, they're going to... The solution to the story is going to be something that was introduced in, like, the first episode or two. They're not going to, like, pull something out of nowhere. Because, like, if you're just watching this show, you're going to be like, who the hell is this? Like, if you're not watching everything yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what, what does this mean? You've, you've got to remember that it's a self-contained thing. Yeah. it's it, They're trying... And I, and I can appreciate that. I'm trying to be self-contained, but also... <laughs> Sorry. Merc, unless... <laughs> unless uh, Sharon Carter is Mephisto. Yes! She definitely is Mephisto. And she's also the head yeah. of S.W.O.R.D. Yes, she's those And she also has swords for hands. Razor fist! (laughs) She's razor fist! (laughs) Oh, it all comes back around. Razor Um, fist Carter. That's what we call her. I feel like it was, yeah, like it felt like it was, I think it was more interesting than anything that she did in in this universe so far because she's been kind of just there. Like, she's been fine. I enjoyed her well enough, but it was like, oh, I didn't expect that. But at the same time, it was like, it wasn't, it just felt like kind of out of left field. Like, would she... She went real bad, like that. Well, sucks, but yeah, but. and that's that's the problem I had. I was like, uh, yeah, like wait, I didn't see this coming. But at the same time, there is, and this is the thing that they, I think, explored really well in this show was the blip thing. Yeah, the idea yes. of that. Okay, you know what? This has people disappeared, and how what happens geopolitically and population yeah. wise, and with people, and where do they go? And especially when they suddenly come back. Yeah. Like you have half the planet suddenly show up again and you're like, oh, what do we do with these people? And it, and it again, it plays obviously to current geopolitical issues of migration and all that sort of thing. But then it just the idea of like, oh, that's that's really an interesting take. And then going into the flag smashers of people who were like really not coming from a bad viewpoint that they no. have a certain point of – you know what? You're treating people horribly and you're just you're forgetting half the population and you're treating them like shit. Yeah. Um so we need to fight for our rights and blah 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 and then it's a matter of how you do it, but it was an interesting way to bring in the fl- like Flag Smasher as a character is weird. I really like Flag Smasher as a character, but he's you look at it, I actually researched it. He's only appeared in like half a dozen comics or something. Yeah. At Cause, any cause, point. Because he's, he's just weird. <laughs> it's a weird... Well, like, he's... And one, I, and like, he's I got wouldn't this, know how to write the character. It's always just, like, in a Captain America thing. Like, battling Captain America and, like... like right. It, it's not like... It, you know, if, if I were to write the character, it wouldn't be like if I were to try to write the Serpent Society. Because that's easy. They're all snake people. I know how to write <laughs> snake people. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> they go, Stop him! There you go. Just a lot of S's. Yeah, exactly. Regular dialogue, somebody, more somebody S's. spits venom and, uh, <laughs> and venom spits rhymes. Ah. Oh. There you go. There you go. It's, um, I will say, I mean, like, yeah, I did appreciate them digging more into, like, the, the wider effects of, like, everyone disappearing and then appearing again five years yeah. later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little bit jarring after, like, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home treated the whole thing like a joke. But, yeah. well, it was, but it's, it's interesting to see the progression, yeah. like the three things that they've put out. One, the first thing treated it like a joke. The second thing treated it in a very sort of intimate setting where it was like yeah. in the hospital. And the third thing is like, well, here's what happened to the freaking the whole planet. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like on top of that, Spider-Man will make a joke about anything. 
grow up, buddy. You can't be in high school forever. Unless, of course, you you, 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 you can. You can. I know people locally who are. Yeah. <laughs> are they teachers? No. Oh. <laughs> Raises All right, a lot not of gonna delve into it. Uh, what unsettling else? Yep. questions. Um, I'll I, I think it. I think we should move on to uh to the the titular characters pretty quickly though. Well, I think maybe yeah. we, we could touch on. Uh, well, we should do that. It's all kind of connected. But I did. I thought that uh, Isaiah Bradley, his inclusion yeah. in this series was one of the highlights for me. I thought that uh, there's that was yeah, and Carl Lumley and that was casting. Just, Awesome. Yeah. You're always happy to see or hear Carl Lumley. He's perfect. He looks l- exactly like and acted exactly like a, what I would have pictured for that. He was amazing. It was just yeah. pitch, pitch he had, perfect. He had some, some like makeup to make him look a bit older, yeah. I think, because I've seen him on yeah. like Supergirl oh, in the last couple of years. I'm just like... You look a you look a lot younger than that, I'm sure. You but look I mean, a lot rougher, yeah. yeah. But that's great. That's great though, because he's like a younger man. and He can play older, and you can keep him around for a while because he's got super soldier serum, right? So it's not yeah. a bad idea. I I really thought they were going to do some sort of flashback thing with him, but it's a, yeah. another case of they only had six episodes. Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice to see. I think it actually. I I think it almost pays it better to not do the flashback and just have yeah. like his reaction and save that for the now. movie. Save oh, it yeah, for the yeah. movie. Well, and it's yeah. one of those things, too, where, like, literally, you know, it's 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 a little old-fashioned, I guess, but you'd also have, like, a lot of scenes in movies, especially going back, where, like, you know, you wouldn't necessarily show something. You would just have somebody let the acting, like, you know, the performance yeah. actually sell what they went through, and that, like, came across yeah. so well. Yeah. Just a scene of yeah. him explaining and getting emotional, like, talking about, like, his experience, it was just, like, that was, like... I, I wouldn't have wanted to cut away from that, frankly. Like, that was a good choice. And having uh, it, uh, the grandson. Yes. Yeah. Elijah. Yep. So yep. that sets up a possible patriot mm-hmm. character to uh, eventually appear in the Young Avengers. C- collect them all on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, this whole series, uh, this it just seemed like... Not I, I get like with with Falcon and Winter Soldier, it was a character arc, and it was a full understandable character arc for both of them. But it seemed like a lot of it was like yeah. uh, setups for the future, and and deliberate. Like we need to do this, 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 and this to do in the mighty Marvel manner. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like it was a, almost I think you're a little see that in, in pretty much every one of these Disney Plus shows. Yeah. Yeah. Which is you know like, yeah, but get it, get used to it. It's gonna keep I know, happening. But it's, I know, but it seemed almost a little heavy handed. And I think again that goes back to if you just had a couple more episodes, it would have been a little more organic to possibly flow along. But I think that's kind of the trade off because I think they really wanted this to feel like a long movie. And if you added a couple more episodes, that would have damaged that pacing. I think it's like, and and I understand why. Because I feel like yeah. the length of this was like for the for the actual main plot, I feel like six episodes was a good length. But I think feel like either it would have like been a little too slow, but it would have had more of that stuff that would have been great, or yep. or you have to cut it back a little bit and sort of edit it down, like much like again like a like a theatrical cut versus a director's cut kind of a situation so, where yep. sometimes you got to yep. make that decision. I mean, I get it. But I mean, it's 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 interesting, kind of, to see what that means for future shows. I guess they're all kind of going for their own thing, and that might depend how long they run too. Yeah, yeah, it's a trade off, I think. But yeah, it was. 
I wasn't disappointed. Well, I think by by the time we got to the the last episode, I was I like I didn't look up any spoiler stuff. I didn't see the costume beforehand, uh, and you know when he flew through the window and he's there, and I'm like, oh, it's it's the exact costume from the co- from yeah, the comics. Like, identical. oh, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Maybe the a little heavy bigger in the shoulders nice. for some reason. They're all kind of that, like, they have to be, like, kind of utilitarian, like, you're not wearing spandex or something, but it was a little... little yeah, much. I mean, you know, they'll fix that for the movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It'll, it'll, yeah. <laughs> and then they can reuse that costume for the show. If they make more show, who knows? I felt like, again, they were the co-leads, I suppose, but it did feel more like it was, obviously, Sam was the focal part of the journey. Yes. So Bucky was a bit more of a sidekick, which is fine, because, like, really, when you think about it, the more the important part of the story they're telling isn't really about him. But he did feel like he didn't get as much plot necessarily, but I felt like character-wise, like, he got some, some pretty good stuff. Uh, yeah, there was, like, that full, that full development for him in that, in those six episodes. Um, not even, like, really, they were done by issue, by, uh, or issue, episode five. With his character, really, like he was, not that he wasn't there in six, but it was yeah, it was that he had his last thing on his list he had to get done in that last. Oh, episode. that's that's true, that's which was true. important, yeah, but true. it was like it was you know it took very little time by comparison to like Sam stepping into his destiny or what have you, and and, and like the main yeah yeah plot getting resolved. But yeah, but I mean it was good. Like the whole, f- it, I just I thought it was quite good. Like at this point too, he's a character that does have some pretty deep connections in this world, even though he was kind of removed from it for the most part. Like, you know, he's got this connection with the Wakandans and stuff, and he's sort of rebuilding his life, and it's sort of like a more complicated, almost, version of, like, Steve kind of adapting to the modern world still, where he's also got this other baggage with it, and it's, you know, I just thought it was, like, I just thought, like, him sort of going through those motions was actually pretty compelling, actually. I, I really enjoyed that that whole thing with him, yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was really well done. The therapy stuff... Just important. Just important to have there in general. Like, they both represent... And that's the thing, too, is they both represent specifically military-adjacent PTSD. Because when you first met Sam, he was, uh, like, a social worker for, like, at the VA or something, right? For, like, for like vets and stuff. And Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have, like, literally, like, somebody well, who... You see, and you see that come through on the show, too, where he's like... Big time. This is what I do. Let me talk to these people. Instead exactly. of, you know, trying to bash someone over the head. Yes, exactly. And And... And I think that's a pretty key... I, I enjoy how they came ar- arrived at that, I think. Because I didn't really... Like, in the comics, the original Falcon was, like, a social worker. And I don't I don't think he was really military-affiliated much at all, was he? Or was he at all in the original comics? As, if I, 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 think that I was really... More, I can't remember. I think that was more I, of an I think, ultimate I think thing. They, yeah, they pulled a lot of stuff from Ultimate. Especially the costume in, in his first appearance. Yes, big time. And like and him just being like a like a military air force whatever, like that kind of a vibe. I feel like he, I don't think that was originally like a, a part of it or if it was it wasn't an overstated part of it. He was more of like mm-hmm. he was more he was like from Harlem and he was like a social worker where in this is more like has the military history and he's like from the south. Yeah. But like even like much like Zemo in a way, I feel like they're kind of trying to rethread the characters a little closer to their original comic versions a bit and sort of mm-hmm. like kind of merge the two in in a way that is maybe better for the characters i think because yeah. again that that was like a, <laughs> i don't know i just feel like that was like a key focus of like sam in this which was like really 
kind of why he became was like ideal to be Captain America because he leads with empathy. Yeah, I, I thought the, the the arc for him was really it was probably the most thought out part of it, even though there was a bit of, you know, they they started off uh, like with the boat and they sort of left that for at least a good three episodes where, you know, the most you heard from from his sister was an accidental phone call. Yeah, you, and that's a fair point where it's sort of like you you kind of didn't like they dropped certain things and it wasn't as all yeah. woven together as well as maybe it could have been. And that's fine because it's not a movie. It was a TV show and there were six episodes of it. So that's true. there's going to be different stuff in different episodes. It's, it's kind of hard for me to not look at it like it was a movie that was chopped up. Yeah. But, Release but it's the, not. Uh. It, it, by design, it was it was a TV show. It wasn't a movie. It wasn't uh, the Snyder Cut. <laughs> and it's and it's seven episodes plus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Little thing that you did anyone notice the possible next Falcon? Oh yeah. Oh right. I don't. I yeah. Don't, I don't and we're still. We're, that. He's, we're still not going to be a mutated Birdman, is he? Bullshit. Was he? Did he <laughs> become a mutated also, Birdman? And I also, believe he so. Also, have to be. A, I guess he had to be a military guy too. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that uh, what's his name, Joaquin Torres, or yeah. I don't know if they, yeah, um, it was kind of the tech guy for him and and helped him out with certain things, and then it, in the comics he is the next Falcon, so yeah. we'll see if that kind of plays. I mean, out. he I, will be. It seemed, yeah. It, yeah, it seemed like they were obviously going in that direction, but we'll see how that. Plays Keep it, out. you're Falcon now. I don't want the name. Yeah. Well, that's like that's like the same kind of teasing as like the first Iron Man movie when like Rhodey looks at the like the silver armor is like maybe next time it's like oh yeah so he's gonna right. be recast <laughs> it's gonna be Don Cheadle <laughs> <laughs> Don Cheadle again Don Cheadle as everyone yeah, yeah. hell yeah I'm uh, I'm on board frankly <laughs> I I was really surprised that like right at the end when Martian Manhunter showed up yeah. and yes. said okay uh, okay I'm here if Spe- you need me speaking guys. of that this the last episode seemed like it had like five endings like is this the ending is this the ending oh now they're having a party okay is this the ending well they had the party i guess like it was a nice party they're keeping the boat and everything but i mean like they had the, the party they the went boat? to the museum uh yeah, the museum which was lovely uh, that was wonderful that was very nice. u.s agent got his costume yeah uh, Bucky went to, you know, mark off the last name in his book. There were so many endings. It was kind of dumb, but that whole scene would have just like, are you going to come out or what? Like, what's taking so long in that bathroom where you're getting this costume on? Like, silly. Just, I'm just like, that's the key of John Walker, I think, is he's just a big, dumb idiot. He's just dumb. <laughs> that's it. But he's, he's not smart like in battle. He's like Goku. <laughs> <laughs> he's a genius at fighting. Yeah, try to, it's like, put these pants on. It takes him four hours. <laughs> I guess, like, to, to sort of wrap up, did we think it was a good show or not? I enjoyed I, it. I enjoyed I, it. I enjoyed it quite yeah. a bit, yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't, like, it didn't, um, I wasn't as absorbed in it as WandaVision, but it's like, it wasn't yeah. going for the same thing. So, like, I would, uh, yeah, you know. There, it did not have the same nature as WandaVision of that. Like, oh my god, what's going on? Yeah. This is the one that I would want to watch again. This yeah, is I the one so. that I would yeah. binge. Yeah. 
It was, um, like, I didn't, it, WandaVision, it would literally, like, we woke up early on Friday mornings to watch it, like, right away. Yeah. And this one was just yep. like, eh, we'll watch it. Like, I think one of the episodes we were, like, waited a week and watched two in a row, and it was just like, we weren't as, we were enjoying it, and we kept up with it, but it wasn't like, gotta watch this immediately kind of a thing. Right. But, um, but it was good. Uh, somebody called, uh, Sam Captain Falcon, which I enjoyed. Yes. Falcon Punch. A++++. plus plus plus. Would, while while would, he was uh, while he was throwing the shield around, and there was a part where he he threw the shield and he sort of he blasted forward with his jetpack and had the shield out, and I was like, "Oh, shield charge, shield shield slash!" <laughs> Pretty He's good. He's doing like Marvel superheroes yeah. moves. Final justice. Final justice. I, I did enjoy where, like, you know, he would just literally use the propulsion thing. I'm like, that's kind of a fun way to fight with the shield, and it is video gamey as hell. And, uh, yeah. hell yeah, awesome. He's got combos. <laughs> yeah. Wing combo. Combo finish. KO. Captain America, win. All right, well, with that, I think the time has come to, to say goodbye. But before we do that, we should also say who he is. I'm Merck. You can find me at MerkAsylum.ca, M-E-R-K-A-S-Y-L-U-M.ca, uh, Merkanaut on Instagrams, Merk on Facebook, and I don't, I'm, I'm on Twitter, but I never look at it, so. Don't. Don't. Don't do yeah. it. Yeah. I know. It's where all my problems began. And starting there, uh, on that note, I'm Brycotic. You can check out my comic at welcome to hereafter.com and at some point there may even be new pages but i'm not making any promises um Woo. you you can also check i got welcome to hereafter is on facebook you can check that out if you want to follow it i'm on social media but once again don't go to twitter don't do it under any circumstances uh and i'm kyle and you can check my stuff out at the or the on any of the two social media things there's only two of them because i'm 36 (laughs) so there's not more nope (laughs) and uh as always a big thank you to uh k preston merkley for all the music and musical interstitial bits uh you can check him out under ocean city defender not the game but the musician Mm. um and a thank you as uh, not always but right now right now to Rosencrantz Roasting yeah! Company for our lovely sponsor. Tricked him into giving us money. That's Thanks. his fault. That's, yeah. <laughs> Fool him once. once. again. Shame on us. Uh, promo code zero issues at rnccoffee.ca. Check it out. Order some coffee. I enjoy it most mornings. I have my routine. I grind it up. I, uh, you know, I do the whole full making coffee like an adult thing. And it's quite tasty. And, uh makes me functional, which is really a miracle, I think. So uh, it's Miracle Juice. Drink the Miracle Juice. Until next time, drink the Miracle Juice. (laughs) That sounds kind of culty. He needs to come out with a Batrock blend. Ooh! He'll leap out of bed. And straight towards the toilet, because coffee makes you poop. Don't know if you knew that. Yep, It does. So until next time, coffee makes you poop. That's it. That's it.
No! No!